Welcome to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Marianne Bright, CIA Marketing Content Writer, your host for today's episode with highlights from Act 19, the CIA's annual conference. Held June 20th to the 21st in Montreal, Act 19 was a huge success with over 600 people attending. This flagship event had a makeover from previous annual meetings with a stronger focus on continuing professional development, new session formats, TED style talks, and more networking time. Aaron Dufault from Sun Life appreciated the changes. The new format has been great. The focus of the time that everyone's spending on issues in the industry and the diversity of opinions has been great just kind of spending as much time on those as, as we can. I've re- really enjoyed that. And getting people from all over Canada, of course, is always great to meet colleagues that you haven't seen in a while and, and get their perspective on the industry too because then they're going to a new place and they can bring it back. So it's been very good. Non-actuarial sessions like the one on marijuana provided a different perspective for Umar Ali and Maurice Nashim, both from Partnery. I will address that by saying that I was a non-actuarial presenter and I always appreciate outside opinion in an actual conference. Exactly, I always try to go for those uh, non-traditional actuarial sessions, so this one for that was good and then everything that is about other topics and predictive, like something, a view to the futures and learning more than just regulation, it's always interesting. Mr. Ali believes actuaries should be aware of the medical knowledge on marijuana use. I found it uh, useful because it brings the medical knowledge to it. So from an actuarial perspective, getting that knowledge was quite useful and understanding what are the chemicals and molecules that impact the drug and how that plays into the risks that we have to quantify. In my opinion, it was interesting that both the doctors basically said there's no research, no data, and from their opinion, there's nothing that differentiates a marijuana user being put in a smoker or non-smoker category. So us as actuaries who rely on data and studies and quantifying risk, I thought that was a very uh, profound opinion and certainly something that I would take away from it. Ms. Nashim feels the industry has been too slow to take action on understanding the implications of legalized marijuana use. I guess I can add, like, that part is true. That's the interesting part. But the circle part is where people start thinking about what they can do and what they should do and how they should interact with government and it's questions where like people are not being active and the industry is not active at lobbying for the good of their insured or policyholders so a session on national farmer care was timely given the government's june release of a national farmer care plan and the institute's press release calling for its implementation to be based on sound risk management financing and insurance principles Aaron Dufault describes why he attended the session. Uh, well, I'm in group benefits pricing. So obviously they talked about the impact on the private sector, and so this could have a massive impact. And so seeing what's most likely to come down the pipe from this is very important for my job. What I didn't know is how many trade-offs there would be. It's that it wouldn't be just a slam dunk, that we get the... The, the leverage with the purchasing power and the prices go down and everyone's happy, but that we'd have to maybe give up the efficiencies in the current systems that are in place or we'd be reimbursing one province more than the other and is that fair? 
and so on and so forth. So there's a lot to work through there. In the psychology of actuary session, participants completed a work personality index assessment to help determine how one's personality impacts performance. Speaker Justin Dionarin, an industrial organizational psychologist with Psychometrics Canada, welcomed the opportunity to work with actuaries and believes actuarial training provides a natural segue into understanding psychology. Very similar to a lot of technical tech-based roles that I, I come across, that I've, that I've worked with, in terms of the challenges and what the actuary field is doing well in terms of soft skills and what they're facing challenges with and the things that are important within their industry such as communication or effective communication. Very similar to other technical fields, but just that unique level of I can throw some of the mathematical explanations and that mathematical statistical train of thought and make a point that way that I wouldn't be able to do with most other groups, even technical ones, even highly technical ones. I did try it once with uh, engineers and computer scientists. It didn't work. (laughs) So, So it's a strange hybrid. Very, very technical role but just with a little bit of a twist where I think because a lot of psychological assessment is statistic based is considering factors like risk. I think actuary training provides a natural segue into understanding psychology from a different perspective. Angel Yang, president of the Actuarial Students National Association, found the personal assessment intriguing. I thought it was really interesting, like the opening and then the way the session was conducted, and also the personal assessment was quite useful. Like, there are things that I know that I should work on, but just never made, I just never came to it. But that the report is kind of making me realize that this is what I need to design. I can't just sweep it under the rug anymore. Liddy Beth Palmers, ASNA president-elect, wanted to learn more about soft skills. I think it was the opportunity to learn more about like what soft skills are important or how soft skills are important for actuaries, and um, I haven't really heard too much about that, so I really enjoyed like getting to learn about that. New this year, five TED-style talks gave delegates a chance to hear short presentations on climate change, communication, risk culture, retirement age, and CIA governance during one of the networking breaks. Jason Lim from Manulife liked the short format. Yeah, it's refreshing. I think it's good. The intimacy allows for, I guess, anyone to really ask the questions. For, and, and I guess for the presenter to be more sort of personable as well, as opposed to be um, you know, more in a formal style setting. So I think it's great. Yeah. But no, I think anything which is light, I mean, it seems like uh, they're, they're doing it just like in short bursts of like 5-10 minutes or whatever it is. And I think that's a good format. So definitely nothing too heavy. Uh, definitely no IFRS 17. <laughs> As always, the Institute held a ceremony to recognize and welcome new fellows. This year saw a record 273 people become FCIAs, with 67 attending in person. Gwen Wang, director of IFRS 17 Actuarial at Equitable Life, was pleased to become part of the Canadian actuarial family. The biggest challenge, of course, is managing the exam stress and, um, and also while managing the, the, the demands from work and life. So we, we all want to have work-life balance, but when you throw exams in there, it becomes very difficult. But we all made it. Volunteering is an important goal for Ms. Wang. 
giving back to the, the profession is my number one priority. So I have been volunteering. I started volunteering last year for the CIA and hoping to do more of that in the near future. And she encourages those who are early in their careers to look beyond the technical side of the profession. My biggest advice would be to always look beyond the technical skills and network, get to know how people think about the business problems, and uh, treasure every connection you meet along the way. And actors are generally really nice, and they're here to help you. New fellow Cheng Yu Chen from JCS Partners says people shouldn't give up on actuarial studies, even when things get difficult. It's a lot of time and effort that you need to put into, like taking exams, studying. So don't give up. I actually I had one exam that I actually failed like three times, but I didn't give up, and eventually I become a fellow. So just don't give up. Keep trying. Keynote speakers Nick Bontis, Jean Claude Menard, Chantal Hiver, and Jeffrey Simpson inspired delegates with their words on leadership and productivity, social justice, and current topics affecting actuaries. Volunteers are at the heart of the CIA. For the first time, we held a cocktail event the evening before Act 19 started to recognize all of our volunteers who were in Montreal. More formally, each year we recognize those who have reached milestones in their service. A record 94 members qualified for a volunteer award this year, 58 bronze, 23 silver, and 13 gold. At Act 19, we recognize those who were able to attend in person, including 11 of our gold winners. Denise Lang reflected on her more than 24 years as an active volunteer. Well, I wanted to, it was partially to give back, partially just to get involved in the development of, of uh, standards. So my first committee was Clifford, the Canadian Life Insurance Financial Reporting Committee. So, and they were in the process of developing a new valuation standard, and I wanted to get involved in that. So that was what got me started in the first place. And, and then since then, I guess I've just been in a series of committees. It's, I seems to have at least one all the time over the years, sometimes two, three. <laughs> But it's more about, well, there's a lot of benefits of volunteering. There's the whole, the contributing to the profession and being involved in the development of things. But also it's learning. You learn a lot from being on these committees. There's exposure to a lot of different ideas. And sometimes you can look at things from a different perspective, just hearing what other people say about it, as opposed to just uh, the talking to the people within your own company. And as well, building a lot of contacts. So that's one of the things that's been great. I, I know people at basically every company and part of that a big part of that is for my CIA involvement. She encourages those who haven't volunteered before to get involved. I would say they should give it a try. They'll find that they get a lot out of it. There's a lot of lot you can learn from being involved in the CIA. Um, you meet a lot of people and it's very very good uh, from that perspective and you get exposed to different ideas and, and, and different perspectives that you don't get if you're just talking with people within your own company. At the presidential change of office, we welcomed Marc Tardif as the Institute's new president. John Dark stepped into the role of immediate past president, and recently elected Michel Saint-Germain became president-elect. Thank you to everyone who attended Act 19 and to the organizers for a successful annual conference. CIA members can access audio files from the event in the meeting archive section on the CIA website. I'm Marianne Bright, and thank you for listening to Seeing Beyond Risk.